person you are trying to reach is currently at full capacity. Please try again later. जिस व्यक्ति से आप संपर्क करने की कोशिश कर रहे हैं वो अपनी संस्थापित संस्था पे चल संस्थापित क्षमता पे चल रहे हैं Okay then, welcome to respectfully disagree. Disagree with the Shamta. You've tuned into our weekly podcast where we discuss the issues we passionately differ on. This is Shishti, by the way, your host. So, as you might have gathered from that, today we're discussing emotional capacity and emotional boundaries with friends. For those of you who don't know, like about ten days ago, this meme went viral called "I'm at capacity." And in case you're not lurking on Twitter all the time, like most of us are, uh, there was this whole thread that someone called Melissa put out about her friend texting her, asking if she has the emotional capacity for her to rant about a weight or mental health-related issue. And then Melissa put out like a template response for if you want to say you can't. Talk about this Ooh, right can I, now. Can I read it out? Can I? Yeah, read, read it out. Okay. Hey. That's Rajvi, the culture editor. Rajvi, the culture editor. Hey, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually at capacity slash helping someone else who's in crisis slash dealing with some personal stuff right now, and I don't think I can hold appropriate space for you. Could we connect later date or time instead? Slash, do you have someone else you could reach out to? I think that's very cold, but also Robots. amazing. I love it. Robots have more emotion. um okay so my personal experience has been that um i'm most of the time the person that somebody else comes to uh for advice for support whatever and again uh, as humans do like everybody has only a very set amount of emotional energy to give out after which you start feeling burnt out or worse start resenting the person who's asking more of you than you can give them so that's why i feel like it's very important to uh establish emotional boundaries because it's like obviously i'm not i don't want to be available for every single person who knows me or thinks that i'll be able to help them right like for me even though how transactional it might seem like i do start to get resentful if uh, i'm giving too much to a friend and perhaps they are not available to give that back to me i'm all for boundary setting but i feel like it's such a really like sad president if it's going to be as the clinical as a message like this because that's aditi by the way that that is yeah it's true it's me aditi facts um so no it it gets real it the stuff gets real. like when the more transactional and clinical the stuff gets uh the more uh, i don't know we already live in a very alienated society we barely have friends we just kind of like live like very alienated lives and like the more we try to turn this stuff into like a give or take rather than giving because you want to or taking because you need to it becomes a bit of a i don't i don't i don't agree that when you say give or take like i think it's like because you're giving because you might be pressured to or don't want to or whatever i don't think that's like a false equivalency in my opinion like for me the boundary setting is not more about the transaction ke oh usne mujhe kuch diya 
तो अब आई फील कम्फर्टेबल उसको कुछ देना लाइक आई डोंट अग्री विद दैट आई थिंक फॉर मी मोस्ट ऑफ ऑल इज लाइक यू नो ऑबियसली एवरीबडी इज वॉलरेबल विद लाइक इमोशन एंड एवरी थिंग एंड आई डोंट ट्रस्ट मैनी पीपल टू होल्ड दैम एंड सपोर्ट एंड वट एवर री इन्फोर्स दैट the validity of my emotions so i need to see some proof before basically to be like hey like are you the kind of person with whom i can share this stuff and most of the time the way you find out is if they are willing to share that same stuff with you and in some way or another that is setting an emotional boundary to be like hey you are a person with whom i will share in the future any big uh, tragedy that happens to me but first i will always ask you if you are in a place where you can help me because the main main idea is that right you go to a friend so they can be there for you but if somebody is incapable of being there for you because of some kind of emotional whatever they're going through then the 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 act of going to them is futile so i think the boundaries facilitate that but i don't think you become unfeeling or whatever or like with your friend i think it's just a way to become a better friend to them yeah but then there's also that chance that there's a way for the like friendships to basically disintegrate on the basis of this okay so where i stand on this debate is i personally as a personally i have emotional boundaries with everybody people i have emotional boundaries with people and the way i resolve this dilemma in my head is focusing very strongly on the word friend i am very selective about who i call my friend i probably have like three friends in my life and those three people after having made it to my list of friends they have they have complete access they have and by that i mean that if you are my friend you have access you can call me at 2 am and say you are going through something but for the rest of like the 10 people i just met 3 weeks ago no man i'm sorry and also as a person i don't share a lot of my problems and if you have like one iota of common sense and tough love you just become the go to therapist for everyone so okay i just want to step in here with some psychological insight from mark manson the guy who wrote the <laughs> subtle <Mark Manson. laughs> oh my god psychological insight yeah i know we all hate him but but what he does say is that um if you have an issue like there are these like six things on a checklist which if you have this issue that you constantly feel like you're everybody's go-to person if they're in trouble then that means that you have a problem setting boundaries that means you've not made it clear that which friend can avail of you and which can't and they all think that it's okay to come to you and like why i came up with this new model where i very clearly say hey these are my friends and these people know and everyone else in my interactions yeah. i don't know some people say i'm not warm but that is my way of setting boundaries okay so what you have said um, i think it points to like a larger problem about like how we see friendship especially from pop culture uh, that uh, you know like friendship uh, usually in like movies and stuff is this all consuming absolute entity that you know you can't uh, violate at any point and it it basically means that oh you're there for each other all the time through everything you hang out with each other every day uh, like you know everything ha huh? everything about every yeah. everybody else whatever so we don't really see this boundary thing like happening for example i okay so please don't judge me but when the movie first came out i really liked it after i went and did some introspection and then i was like okay this movie is a shit show is either a mushkil Oh I my god. Sorry, I cried a lot in the movie theater. I was in the US and I was feeling homesick and I was like, oh, this is what Karan Johar does to NRIs. Brainwashing. It's brainwashing. <laughs> anyway, so in the movie like Anushka Sharma and Ranbir Kapoor seem to have this like amazing 
friendship where they like I don't know trips off to like uh, international locations and do yes. like ba- Bollywood dancing and yeah. it's supposed to be like a really fun whatever friendship, uh, which to us is portrayed as oh like they are friends forever they are they will help each other through anything and everything while um, Ranbir Kapoor is like a man child who is obsessed with Anushka Sharma and many times when she says ki I don't see you like that as a lover or whatever he through under the guise of his friendship like trying to like use that friendship as a shield just keeps coming at her um and so like that to me showed like how the, how like boundary setting was very important there but because this friendship was an all consuming thing like filmmakers never even thought to like introduce that as an option yeah I think it's also how passion is portrayed right like I feel like passion is this driving factor in cinema and in every relationship that's supposed to be the central characteristic of it be it friendship romance whatever and I think that's a problem when it comes to like how you depict boundary setting in general like yeah in pop culture there isn't much like to talk about platonic friendships in the first place anytime they attempt yeah. to establish a platonic friendship between a male and a female character it evolves into romance all i can think of is like the only time anjali dared to set a boundary with rahul on that train in kuch kuch hota hai saying i am going my father is sick i am not coming back what he fell in love with her he is like fine if you go now i will never talk to you again like and then it just became some weird sari romance yeah. so like there isn't like much to go on in terms of like our idea of friendship is either this thing that gets you through everything or it will become love yeah or it's but nothing or it's love you're a bad friend yeah. Yeah. there's a reason why like friendships are dramatized by like bollywood and these other things it's because like i mean it's kind of like an incentive to go out and form community right because like i mean how many of us have like supportive families mm-hmm. like not a significant amount and like if you see a movie like that and if you see like a group of friends being like that it feels like you know it does does kind of like hope or chance for you to like form a community and like my biggest problem with this whole situation it's the like simpering politeness of this situation if you have a particular problem with somebody then you straight up just tell them that they're being an idiot i really don't you know i think the question here isn't about like having a problem and telling them it's about when especially when someone is seeking you out when you're supposed to be there for them you know what friends are for i don't think that's a thing like i mean do other people's problems really burden us that much that much but as a friend the idea is that they're reaching out to you because yeah so like reach out because like you can still like talk to them about it for a few no, minutes and just say they really can if the other person is suffering through anything that comes close to like even tangentially affecting their mental health it can spiral very quickly and that will okay. as a and in that moment in a way you become a caregiver no so I and then that takes a toll on yeah. you also wanted to think about because i was thinking about examples and i couldn't think of anything where in a friendship that we've seen on tv or in a movie people have actually successfully set boundaries even if it's implicit so the implicit one like uh, i used to love rory and lane's friendship in gilmore girls uh, i think the implicitness was also better understood and better followed because they grew up with each other in the same little town of stars hollow <laughs> i feel like i'm like advertising for gilmore girls um so yeah in that like throughout the course okay spoilers i guess but like i mean who hasn't seen gilmore girls and if you haven't by now you probably not going to um 
but yeah like they grow up with each other and you know like Rory moves away to another school and Lynn's super understanding that oh she has her work to do and whatever uh, but then Rory also makes sure that hey Lynn like you are one of the most important people in my life and uh, I like even though the time that I can give you is less like I you are still very important and the time that we do spend together will be the same like it will feel the same as the before you get this feeling as the audience that that friendship has never changed like it is still the same and I think that through I'm thinking like implicit boundary setting and just making sure that the other person knows how you feel about them regardless of your actions or whatever um, that you'll be there for each other and I think that was to me like an effective boundary setting friendship in pop culture all I can think of show wise is friends and now I'm like trying really hard to see within the we six know you're friends. rewatching Friends right now, yes. Pallavi. Within the six Friends, who set boundaries? And I think what I what I just thought of is that show made us think of Friends as this because they lived together, they were always together, they were always there for each other. That has kind of given us an idea of friendship. But there's this one episode in which Phoebe is super pregnant, and everyone is going to London for Ross's wedding. And Rachel is supposed to stay back to take care of her. And then she suddenly realizes that she has to go in and like screw that up. So she just leaves and Phoebe goes like, but I need you here. And there's a scene in which she's literally running out of the house with a suitcase. And she says, sorry, Phoebe, I just can't. Because in that moment, her life was going through bigger shit where she needed to stop this man that she loved from getting married. And we see that Phoebe just kind of makes a face and then tries to help her by making phone calls. Which was kind of nice and weird because apart from that, in that entire show, they're just leeches and everyone knows everything about everyone's life. Yeah. But like, it took me so long to think of that one tiny example because it's very rare to see friendship yeah. in not a black and white way yeah. in pop culture. Yeah. And wherever it's seen in a grey way, like if you have a show like Girls, which went through a whole oh, Lena Dunham love-hate cycle of its own, but even if it's shown in a grey way, then it's nothing that's aspirational. You hate these people, but you love watching them. That's that's generally the vibe you have. Or it's like super shallow. Like I think Sex and the City is the other big like show that we grew up watching because of reruns in India. But like, again, there's no healthy boundary setting there. Nobody says no. Nobody's allowed to say no. And everybody kind of like just pulls people into whatever they want to do. I think one good example is over like 10 seasons in Big Bang Theory, the friendship between Penny and Sheldon and how that evolves towards the later half of the show. Penny does, does start telling Sheldon, like, look, because Sheldon is someone who is shown as someone who can't read social cues. So he can't tell when the other person is going through distress. So he just does think that his problem is the biggest problem and he goes and dumps it in front of whoever is in front of him. And towards the later half of the show, more than once, I have seen episodes where Penny has told Sheldon, like, hey, Sheldon, look, right now, I have this thing going on. And we see that Sheldon, like, initially, like, he makes a face or he makes, like, a snide comment. But overall, that friendship really matures and blossoms into this. In fact, they become the closest two friends apart from Leonard and Sheldon. So I thought that was a very interesting friendship. Okay, but I have a question over here. Like, we're all talking about how we set boundaries indirectly in our head. But have you ever actually had a conversation with someone about setting boundaries? No, man, because, like... With good friendships or at least sane friendships, those boundaries are like already implicitly set because you know what sort of a, what sort of person you are friends with, right? You know their boundaries by virtue of knowing their personality, right? Like sometimes some people are just busy or sometimes some people are doing something which is like of a very high priority to them. So just 
don't mess with them at that period of time otherwise they have your back like you can have like a ride or die friendship with somebody where you can come through for them whenever but like you know and like you don't need i i think you really don't need to have these conversations with the friends you choose these conversations i feel like they should be restricted to people who kind of like i don't know overstep their boundaries that's saying that everybody is like a perfect friend who always knows what the boundaries are and always knows not to overstep them like i feel like the more open you get to someone the more space they have to overstep and you know i think for that reason it's important to set boundaries from the start because you never know when something spirals and it becomes very complicated because there's also affection there's also you suddenly feeling protective you forming a bond because you're in a place where you're new and you're lonely and all of that so it's important for us to be self aware and set those boundaries from the start and i think the setting boundaries is not only for the other person sometimes it's also for you that you articulate it for yourself ke hey yeah. like you will not stand for certain 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 things from these certain people uh because you have decided that they are not worth it yeah like i think that's a very important thing to tell yourself also yeah okay but i want to bring in one point here which is i think something that we spoke about at the beginning with pallavi's friends list and the difference between different kinds of friends i don't think we see different kinds of friendships in pop culture either especially female friendships it's if you drink with someone you die with them matlab literally like i have to tell you everything <laughs> one alcohol equals one death yes. <laughs> so when in fact like there are very different kinds of relationships with you which you share with different people how do you sh- how do you define boundaries with all of these different kinds of people in different relationships i don't know maybe like it's like a subjective scale of trauma you set amongst your friends and i have i have emerged as that person you go to when you escalate like thoda serious then call balavi otherwise <laughs> not going to reply yeah. i don't know maybe it makes me sound super heartless and emotionless but i think you have to do what you do for self preservation it's yeah. okay yeah, but like i don't understand this uh true friendship from the depths of your heart that everyone that you will bear your soul to someone like i think everyone has boundaries i don't think anyone will be able to say i have no boundaries with all my friends and i do think i don't know maybe this just i do think it's an age thing when you're younger you enter friendships more like like i was new in college there was a girl right there we got along and so it was almost like we had to be friends except it was just this toxic mess and like oh, yeah. super toxic mess and like i had to cut off at some point and i think as you grow older you realize how you work with friends how your friendships are and you just present yourself that way when a new friendship appears so these boundaries start becoming even more like cemented yeah. from the very beginning yeah. i don't think and there are very few 45 year olds who don't have like a okay this is it this is my personal time this is my house space this is my office as like almost everyone starts getting yeah. that sense of balance my only counter to this would be that sometimes you end up not like it's happened with me where i've ended up being uh, there for someone at the cost of like feeling very exhausted myself but i felt like there's no one else and there was no one else who'll understand the situation they were in and also it makes me feel somehow that if you're setting boundaries even with people who you're super close to it somehow makes me feel even more lonely and like this entire idea of like selfishness or you know i don't know because like love or friendship feels like this real way of connecting with people but i don't think there is a there is such a thing as unconditional love i think but you're allowed to set boundaries with your parents yeah. in a super happy parental relationship that i have i have set clear boundaries with my parents 
like hey look we're all becoming adults we all have lives and they have done that the same thing to me yeah. like i am like at a lot of times my mother has just picked up the phone and said dude look it's a really busy week at work i do not have time to hear about how like bijli ka bill nahi bhara ja raha hai like she has told me this and that is fine like as people grow up and they have shit to do it's okay to be like acha ruko 2 minutes abhi nahi ho raha and i mean with the loneliness that you think like you say that you feel like i think it's uh, it's like a product of Um, maybe living in a collectivistic society or like being brought up in a collectivistic society like as opposed to the west for example is is very individualistic and so the problem is like when you start to feel let's say like like your self worth and everything is connected with your relationships with others and like your presence in a community or interactions with those community then like anything that you would do to assert your agency or individuality within that community would start to feel selfish yeah because it's not directly in the interest of the community but i would make the argument that it is in the interest of the community because if you can't take care of yourself if you start resenting your community if you start like getting burnt out if you are not as effective as being in the community um then you're not being an effective part of the community so i think in that way like maybe just remove the connotations of from the self the word selfish like i think it's okay to be selfish sometimes for self preservation and for the preservation of the people around you and i one thing that you said before aditi about like you know like family structures are not always supportive and like you need friends i think this is a conversation that we should have because if friends are the only other avenue that you can go to when your family fails you then it's all the more important no to have healthier friendships and, and not something in that same expectation that that unconditional mark up yaar will somehow transfer into an unconditional friendship like you have to understand that this unconditionality of love is one of the biggest problems why It's family relationships also. don't stand yeah. in the face of adversity like something happens which parents don't agree to and that unconditional thing goes to the shit and then there is a whole heartbreak on the side of the child where you thought that someone who loved you unconditionally is not making space for you anymore yeah. so the solution to that isn't to go out and find people who will unconditionally love you what if the solution is to accept that there is no such thing as unconditional love and that every other person is going through their own stuff and that it's okay to be like hey do you have a minute and it's also okay for the other person to be like not right now and that doesn't mean it's a breach of friendship it just means not right now So that's a great place for us to wrap up. Love is not unconditional and maybe we just need to reimagine what love and friendship should be yes. like. Boundaries we are born alone and we die. Alone. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like no no no, I believe in community please. Your message after the beep. Oh my god. Is that the love?